Hispanic Heritage Month is here, challenging anti-immigrant racism. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan in our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. National Hispanic Heritage Month in the United States runs from September 15th to October 15th, starting mid-month, when several nations celebrate their independence. On September 15th, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras and Nicaragua. On September 16th, Mexico. And Chile on September 18th. The month began as a week in 1968. This year, the month coincides with the growing crisis along the U.S.-Mexico border. Thousands arrive daily seeking asylum, but instead finding razor wire hostility and arrest. This flood of humanity is what Democracy Now! News co-host Juan Gonzalez calls the harvest of empire, the title of his seminal history of Latinos in America, as the consequences of colonial interventions abroad by the U.S. government create conditions in impacted countries that residents simply cannot endure. On the day before this year's Hispanic Heritage Month began, a federal judge in Austin, Texas, ordered Texas to remove a 1,000-foot floating barrier in the Rio Grande near Eagle Pass. The barrier, with large orange buoys strung together separated by serrated saw blades, is the latest and perhaps most grotesque symbol of the anti-immigrant movement in the United States. Texas appealed the ruling, and a federal appeals court stayed the order as the case proceeds, allowing the barrier to remain in place. In early August, a body was found entangled in the barrier. Last week, the bodies of two drowning victims, an adult and a three-year-old child, were recovered nearby as well. Most migrants face months of dangerous travel before even getting to the Rio Grande River crossing. We want to cross into the United States for a better future. The journey has been very difficult. We have been mistreated. We have been hungry. We have suffered. The children are tired. Mikel Alexander, a Venezuelan migrant, told Reuters near the border. We will cross the border so that we can do well, because our country is struggling. Mikel's story is repeated day after day as millions in the Western Hemisphere flee increasingly dangerous and desperate situations in their home countries. The uh, historic uh, interventions, military interventions, uh, the sanctions that we've imposed on different countries uh, in Central America, in the Caribbean, in South America, and, of course, the failed war on drugs are all important factors that are displacing people, uh, creating misery, and responsible for much of the violence, corruption, and impunity in Central America, increasingly in places like South America, like Venezuela. That's Democratic Congressmember Jesus Chuy Garcia speaking on the Democracy Now! News Hour. That is at the root of what is driving people to desperation, and they're coming to the U.S. seeking asylum and refuge, fleeing terrible consequences, risking their lives to get here. Garcia, the first Mexican-born U.S. Congress member from the Midwest, has requested more federal assistance for Chicago as thousands of migrants arrive there, many bussed by Republicans like Texas Governor Greg Abbott, in cynical and potentially illegal political stunts. 
The ongoing influx of migrants, as Representative Chuy Garcia said, has deep roots in U.S. government interventions over many decades, including military interventions in the Dominican Republic, Haiti, Panama, Grenada. The U.S.-backed 1954 coup against the democratically elected president of Guatemala and the ensuing U.S. support for murderous militaries and paramilitaries in Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras and Nicaragua in the 1980s. Crushing economic sanctions imposed by the U.S. on Cuba and Venezuela echo the dictate issued by President Nixon to the CIA in 1970, launching the plan to overthrow President Salvador Allende in Chile to, quote, make the economy scream, unquote. Latinos have played a central role in U.S. history, yet this rich history is under attack, as right-wing interests have derailed a Smithsonian Institution exhibit on their role in the civil rights movement, being developed for the planned National Museum of the American Latino. Our major concern was just to make, to make sure that we were telling uh, a truthful story, a complex story, and a nuanced story about how Latinos have grappled with their relationship to, uh, to the United States. Felipe Enojosa is a Baylor University history professor and one of the curators of the paused exhibit. He spoke on Democracy Now! The larger and broader questions of who are we and who are we as a community and what is our relationship to the nation were central questions for Latino civil rights activists in the 1960s and 1970s. The civil rights exhibit has been replaced by one focusing on salsa music. Instead of these complex narratives, we see a rising movement to erase history and supplant it with xenophobic soundbites. This dog-whistle racism buttressed by razor-bar buoys along the border represents a dark and dangerous turn in our nation's history. Let's make Hispanic Heritage Month a time to celebrate diversity and to overcome the legacy of racism in the United States. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.